Welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Listen in as we discuss all things business, growth, and marketing with business owners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. And now, here's your host, founder of Roundhouse, the creative agency, Saul Edmonds. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Warren Crawford from Spaces around the topic of growing your business by scaling in a cost-effective way. Warren, how are you going today? Good. Thank you, Saul. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. We've, um, we've got this, uh, which is probably a pretty timely topic at the moment too, um, but thought we'd have Warren on because it's extremely relevant to um, what he does at Spaces. So, Warren, I'll just, at this point, just pass it over to you just to give us a little bit of an outline of uh, who you are spaces its history and a range of different services that are provided by spaces over to you yeah great thank you um so uh spaces uh, as part of the iwg group which uh, was originally regis so many of you may know regis centers uh, for their um their serviced offices and co-working spaces but um, essentially the business started uh, back in 1989 in Brussels uh, by the CEO Mark Dixon. Mm. Um, and really, the idea that he had was there was a there was a huge gap in terms of the offerings between um, you know traditional office space and uh, and you know people working from home. He, he certainly saw a gap in the market there, so decided to have a go of things. And uh, uh, it's actually it's probably. Well, it's now grown up to, to 3,300 locations across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that incorporated uh, Spaces, which is the brand that I work within. Uh, and uh, Spaces itself was actually started back in 2008 in Amsterdam. Um, and really the idea behind Spaces was uh, to be a bit more of an upmarket co-working and office space. Uh, with European styling and a sense of community and really focusing on the entrepreneurial spirit. Um, And, uh, you know, from there it's taken off. So in terms of spaces, we've got 200 locations across the world, uh, including six here in Australia now with with more on the books to come. Um, so my role within the business is to is to manage the space, to manage the centre, um, and that's everything from arranging networking events to conducting works in the space, uh, making sure that everything's running smoothly, um, and even account management. But um, you know, essentially, I'm an extension of your business. You know, really, my goal is to is to help you grow and to make sure that you're maximising the space here and getting the most benefit out of it possible. Yeah, I think that's actually a really interesting point you were saying about the social aspect of it too because I guess the traditional um, the traditional idea of whether you want to call somebody the landlord or the person who runs the space is that they really just do that. They don't necessarily, um, you know, have a different level of engagement within the space, but that's certainly something that, you know, this general idea of either co-working spaces or then, I mean, what you're speaking about with spaces has has much more of a community aspect to it. Would you say that's right? Yeah, correct. Um, I guess I've always seen uh, serviced offices and co-working spaces as not so much the the box, well, the, the room that you're working from, but more so the 
it's it's everything about it that that comes along with it it's a sense of community it's it's the assistance that you get and and you kind of get this extended network and, and almost a family within the the center that you work within mm. um, you know the the conversations you have around the kitchen uh, really ultimately can lead to some really powerful relationships yeah yeah I guess you've got this it's very timely right now too that that idea which ties into just the simple human connection as well because as we all know working working in your own business or you know or just generally often working in small business or in many businesses can be quite isolating so having that community and having people around you you know whether you even really know them that well is is I think certainly for some people more than others it's of a huge benefit but I think generally that plus all the networking opportunities um, are huge it is um, just a quick question is the um, how would you compare say something like um, your Regis which you're involved in then too the way that um, Regis approaches things you know with um, with office spaces two spaces apart from the um, some of the obvious things you've already gone over are there any um, any particular aspects of those two that that are really different um, from each other that you'd like to outline? Um, yeah, I think uh, really Regis's offering is, is, you know, it's the idea is to try and keep it simple but keep it professional. Hmm. Um, so the real appeal is that uh, you've still got the opportunity to expand your business, to um, have a flexibility of workplace with Regis. Um, but the the offering is very much more straightforward in a professional sense. Um, uh, whereas Spaces is probably a little bit more, it is a bit more professionally playful, I'd say. Um, you know, mm. it's it's creative. It's um, There's a real focus on the, the business club, which is a... Um, it's a it's a communal area that's quite a bit larger than what you would get in a Regis space, for example. Mm. Um, the idea is it almost feels like a cafe. So right. you have really nice coffee there. You've got some ambient music in the background. Uh, you've got place to to plug in and, and sit up and and do work for the day. Um, but it's open and it's it's the idea is that you're sort of trying to create those connections within the space. Yeah, sure. Have you got um, or have have Regis and Spaces then found in over whatever period of time that there are certain industries or um, or professions that seem to gravitate to one or the other, or is it a real mixed bag? Um, I, th I certainly think there is industries that gravitate one way or another, and. and Part of that comes down to their personality in the industry. Um, part of it comes down to their clientele and, and a few other factors as well. Um, you know, as an example, uh, and a, a lawyer, for example, probably wouldn't see all of the benefit that comes with having a, a location in a spaces centre. And as much more just, no, I just need a, a place to work and, and that'll suit me fine. 
Um, whereas you might find a, a business like a, a marketing business, they, they really uh, latch into that networking opportunity and that community opportunity and, 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 and really enjoy the space. Um, but in saying that, you know, we have, um, you know, some really major corporate companies that work in both. Um, as, as an example, we've got Uber in one of our centres over in California in spaces, mm. um, which, you know, kind of fits their, their start-up, not quite a start-up, but um, a bit more of a funky workplace um, in that tech space. But, uh, yeah, it really is varied. But, you know, there certainly is personalities, I guess, we see between those two. Yeah, sure. And then when you've got... Um, just tying some of that back into into the idea of how how those different spaces, how the environments themselves, or the or the things that happen within the environments, how that actually ties into um, the potential to grow somebody's business too. If you were to look at say something like spaces, because we've had our own business has had had some experience in similar kind of environments and I'd really be interested to hear your thoughts about um, about you know how potential growth for a business and of course also then you know saving some money too you've got these amazing kind of areas where you can work and they're very enjoyable as well but how you've seen some examples of um, the potential for the space itself and the environment to grow somebody's business? Um, <clears throat> look, I guess, um, and this, this really is a unique time for a lot of businesses, both large and small, um, even before COVID-19. I guess, you know, the opportunity to sell on a global scale um, have, has been opened up. Um, and that's anywhere, well, from multinational businesses down to anyone with a PC and an idea, right? Mm. Um, but, you know, the, I guess the question is, how do you le- leverage that position to create a network of support for your customer? Mm. Um, um, because essentially, uh, if you want to truly scale your business um, and deliver the same level of service regardless of whether your client's in front of you or, or on the other side of the world, then it's about... Uh, the level of service that you provide and, and, and you do need presence for that. Mm. And what do I mean by presence? Um, you know, I think about, so for example, think about the last time you bought a car. Um, generally, the, you know, the warranty and servicing and parts holds a lot of sway in the decision-making process. Um, and if you find out that the brand that you're looking at, for example, um, only has a service centre in another capital city, Parts can take up to six weeks to arrive. And if you need support, it's via an international call centre. You might kind of think twice about that decision. Whereas the same applies to any of our businesses if if we're really looking at growing them. Um, You know, at the end of the day, people want want that sense of connection. They want to feel like they're dealing with someone who understands their market and and the the local area and, and... you know, the challenges that they're facing, and that generally means someone close by. Um, so let's, let's take a marketing company as an example. Um, let's say you have a team of, of five based locally and you'd be wanting to break into the Melbourne market as an example. 
um, you've got a great service, you know you can, uh, you can build the business locally, but you want to test the waters uh, in a different, different market to just see how you can scale up and, and grow your presence across Australia. Um, you know, one of the options available to you would be to uh, go and get a virtual office service. Um, and that would give you a professional address, a landline number, uh, and a, a place to work if you need to go and work for the day. Um, <clears throat> with this, I guess you can choose to have one of your teams starting, starting to work from Melbourne once a week, once a fortnight. Uh, you might choose to, to leave uh, the local team here and go and spend three months in Melbourne building the market yourself. Or you might decide you want to hire someone new to, uh, to take on that role down in Melbourne. Um, you know, as an example, a service like that would cost you, you know, as little as $200 a month, depending on the location. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're one offering. There, there's literally dozens of different businesses out there as well that offer similar services. Mm. Um, so it is really a cost-effective way to grow your presence. Um, and depending on your situation, you may want to start in several cities at once. Um, however, unless you've really got the resources to service those locations, I'd probably suggest starting with one place. Mm. And that, that'll allow you to really start to grow locally, start building networks and really starting to plant yourself in uh, with potential clients and suppliers and partners down in that market. Um, and the really exciting thing, I guess, is not so much that service, but what you can tap into. And that goes back to what we were talking about before. Um, you know, it's, it's really about um, the community that you can tap into. That's where it starts getting exciting and that's where it starts getting really powerful as well. Um, because the community that you, um, you join in with um, it, it, you generally want to find one that's got a thriving group of people that are in, actively involved in networking. Mm. Um, you know, you want to, uh, that way you can really create some strong partnerships with new clients or partners or suppliers. Um, and you can open up new opportunities for, to do business. You know, instead of uh, heading down to Melbourne, for example, and, and, you know, starting your marketing off, sitting at home and, and waiting for the phone to ring, you really almost getting out there and pounding the pavement in a, uh, in, not in a literal sense, but yeah. you know, figuratively being able to get straight in front of people that can broaden your market immediately, whether yeah. that's someone that you know, is uh, working in uh, like marketing, for example, someone that's a photographer or an SEO specialist uh, or a web designer, you can immediately start creating networks there as, as partnerships. Mm. Um, but you'd also want to look at with that, that um, centre that you're joining, what kind of businesses already occupy that space. Yeah, you know, I think uh, the key, yeah, I think what you're actually saying before about opportunities, I think the, the word opportunity seems to me like a really key idea with these services too is that you know if you're looking past um, the fact that you're going to have a space or mm -hmm. a virtual space even just to tick the box of um you know of having a google maps um listing um, yeah, yeah which like some people will be doing it for um mm -hmm. yeah no doubt 
but looking at the bigger picture, the opportunity that, you know, you could potentially gain from even that initial first step, I think is, mm. is, um, is kind of underestimated by a lot of people. And this is like a little bit from our, our own experience too. But, you know, if you look at, it's almost in my mind anyway, it's almost like a, um, another really interesting catalyst to network with people, you know, on its own merits. It's, you know, it's great just purely for that. Um, yeah. And just a, a question around, like we covered before, some, you know, different sorts of businesses, but is there um, uh, not necessarily types of business, but, is, is there more often than not a particular stage of business where these kind of spaces are, are more helpful or is it, I mean, once again, really quite, quite broad? I think it, it depends on the, depends on the, the brand, right? You know, and, and mm, as I said, we've, got, we've got Regis and spaces here in Australia. I would position spaces as more of a focus if you're a startup or a small business um, just because of that access to community. Um, whereas I would say that Regis is, is a bit more established business. Um, you know, established businesses, they, unless you're a salesperson, they're probably not going to get a great deal of value out of or as much value out of a, a community like Spaces. Hmm. Um, it's not to say they can't work from there, but the real beauty of, you know, a spaces environment is the uh, being, I guess, being able to adapt on the fly and, and being open to ideas that might come across your desk on any given day. Hmm. Um, as an example, I've worked in a, in a space similar to spaces in the past myself um, and everyday conversations around lunch um, or around, you know, the, the coffee machine uh, can open up new ideas for uh, software tools that might help your business or, you know, people that you might be able to speak to to improve the way you're doing things or mm. someone, to, someone to connect with that might be a great um, person to help you grow your business. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I think it's, it's certainly the scope of it is only like a lot of things only limited by how much you're willing to put into it too. Obviously that's a big part. Like you've got to be, you have to be engaged with anything, you know, to um, take advantage of it. But when you've got a physical space or virtual space, it's still, it, there's that, there's that kind of keyword cropping up again about opportunity. And, yeah. um, and this is, I mean, generally all times are, are good times for opportunity, but, especially important now um, yeah, for small business, I think. So I think these sorts of spaces and the ideas around them are actually really um, potentially really important for people who've never considered them too, you know, who haven't thought that that could be the case. Because I know from a, my own point of view, I used to be one of those people. Like I was, we had a, we had a space, we had a, an, an office space and we had, had a lease and when I first considered um, having, like, not doing that, when I saw a colleague of ours in our industry who had quite quite a big 
company and they were talking about being in this other space. It was like a co-working space. And I was, and I was really confused at first. I, I, I thought, how could they do that? How could they work? And, and then they had, uh, I think they had a blog on this particular spaces. Um, uh, I mean, sorry, it wasn't um, spaces. It was another place. And they were talking about it. And I thought, wow, I, I know those people too. So they obviously, there must be something in it. And then we looked into it and once you got over, you know, certain initial preconceptions, which weren't, you know, I found out very quickly weren't, you know, really relevant at all. Mm. Um, you know, it was, it was very interesting actually, to be honest. But um, I think, you know, I think a lot of people assume um, that co-working spaces are just for, you know, sole operators or, or startups or that, you know, that sort of thing, but really they're for everyone. Um, and it is about what you take out of it. Um, you know, even some of the spaces that I know and us included do a lot of, uh, you know, seminars and, and networking events, um, which, which, you know, depending on who you are can be really quite powerful, whether that's, you know, having someone speak about, different ways to uh, manage your bookkeeping or, um, you know, ways to, new ways to think about sales that can be really quite powerful. Um, but yeah. you do need, as you say, you know, these, these spaces, they, they do tend to favour the extroverted, but they don't have to. So, you know, if you're not the sort of person that enjoys sort of creating networks out in the, um, out in the cafe area, then you might enjoy going to a seminar and learning that way as well. Yeah, sure. So just in a, um, uh, just to wrap up what we've been talking about with the, have you got, uh, have you got a couple of top tips, one or two top tips for people who, you know, have never used um, spaces, well, spaces like spaces or, or all like, all like Regis, you know, top, top tips, for, um, for people especially who've never had any experience with them, uh, what would you suggest? I, I would start by um, understanding what it is you want to achieve. You know, if, if, it is a, if, if it's important to you to have an address and a phone number and a place to work, then look for that. If it's important to find the community, then focus on that. Um, but I would always suggest, regardless of the brand, obviously we want you to come and join us, but um, regardless of the brand, it's about finding the community that speaks to you the most. Um, so I would ask a lot of questions. If you're going to tour one of these premises, um, each centre is different. Don't, don't take the brand as, you know, it's going to be exactly the same across the, the country. Um, each centre has its own unique culture. So ask a lot of questions about what types of businesses are in there, what activities they do, um, how do they network, and that will really give you a sense of what you're going to get out of that space. Mm. Um, the other thing is don't be afraid to spend a little bit more money to get the better culture and the better community. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you can always find there's always going to be a cheaper product, but it's not about the price. It's about the value that you take out of it. And if you think about it, a place or a space like this can be worth 
thousands and thousands of dollars in revenue um, just by picking the right place. Mm. Um, so that's that's critical as well. Yeah, I think um, that's, that's a really yeah, I think that's a really key point. That's a in and sort of once again the focus for like a lot of people is is of course you know they're thinking about it being a space to just to work at and to have mm. have somewhere. But those those points are are really important and tie in very specifically to the I mean the topic of what we're talking about is is how these how these can actually be a, an important part of your business. So we're just going to, um, we're going to ask Warren as well, if he's got a quote that he would like to give us that is um, that one you like, or may or may not be relevant, Warren, what would you like to say? Uh, I've got one that's, it's a little bit lighthearted, but I think it does speak to, uh, it speaks to people that might be considering this option. Um, and and the, the quote is, courage is being scared to death, but settling up anyway. And that was by John Wayne. <laughs> Good old John Wayne. Yeah. So, and, and how can everyone, if people are interested in, in these sort of solutions, what's the best way for people to get into contact with you or to find out more um what's the what's the um location online they would go to uh for spaces you can go to uh, spacesworks.com uh or you can go to regis.com depending on your preference um and i would you know, you're always welcome to drop into one of our centers every center has a community manager uh like me that's always happy to have a chat and uh, and give you a bit more information about what it is we do yeah, great. That's thank you so much again today, um, Warren. That was um, there's really great information, and um, thank you also to everyone else for listening again today to our podcast. Before we go, please leave your feedback as well as any suggestions for any topics that you would like us to discuss in any future episodes. Thanks again for listening to the Grow Your Business podcast, and we'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Grow Your Business. Have a great day and we'll see you next time here at the Grow Your Business podcast.